It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> okay, it's me. It's Pinky the Pig, and it's time for the Pinky the Pig Show. And thank you for listening from Planet Earth and the Universe. And I'm here with my excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Cow. Uh, hi, Pinky. How's Pinky? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm wonderful in this winter wonderland. I know it's wonderful, and I love you. Know what I'm so amazed by, Mildred? What's that, Pinky? The plows, the big trucks, the plows that come by that have that big plow blade thing attached to the front of the truck, and they just push that snow, and it forces it over to the side, and and then it builds up on the side, but gets it, clears the streets. You like watching them? They're spectacular. They're really cool. Farmer Tommy has backhoe. He can move the snow, too, but that's different than the plow because it's on angle, pushes it to the side. Right, and you know, they can also, some trucks, they can adjust the height of the blade. Yeah, they're, 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 they got a high tech out there. Right, but it didn't used to be like that. The the earliest snow plows, they were attached to horses, and they were made out of wood. Yeah, the horses, you know, they have helped men over the centuries and the millenniums or whatever, but they're just so, they. but they want to help. They They like their jobs. Right, and, you know, as long as they're, treated properly and they, they enjoy work and helping man and they have done so for millenniums yeah that's the word right that's nice but then after the horses they would also use the horses they would pull a cart and they would fill the cart up with snow and then you know with shovels and then the horses would take the cart to the river and they would dump the then they would I mean, they don't have a dump truck where they can lift it up. Yeah, then, you know, life was much harder way back when. Yeah, they have to jump up in the cart and shovel the snow out into the river. Yeah. Hmm. But then man developed the snow plow that they could attach to the front of the cars and then eventually the trucks. And the first um, actual created snow plow that was created by two brothers in Norway and their names Hans and Even Overson. Even? The guy's name's Even? It's too bad his brother's name wasn't odd. Like it could be odd and even Overson from Norway. <laughs> no, that's his name, Even. And Hans. Yeah, Hans. That's a little bit odd name. But you know Hans and Franz? You know those guys? Gonna pump me up. Okay, Pinky. Anyway, so those brothers invented it. Right, and then in 1920, that was the first patent for the snowplow that goes on the front of a vehicle. Yes, Mildred, I am familiar with that word, patent. However, sometimes I do have trouble spelling it. But I believe it is spelled P-A-T-E-N-T. Correct, you've got it now. Yeah, and that's just someone that invents something and then they get the government right to kind of own the manufacturer of it and other people can't do it and make money because you invented it. You get a patent. 
Very good. And then later, a gentleman in New York, he manufactured the car-mounted snowplows, and he upgraded it, and his name was Carl Frink. Carl Frink, <laughs> quite a name. And the company's still operated today. It's called Frink America. Frank America. Oh, no, I like the sound of that. Well, regardless, the snowplows are an advancement, and now we use them to clear the roads, the highways, and the airports. Oh, sure, you have to clear the airports. And the trains. They're, they, their snowplowing has gone back to the mid-1800s. Oh. What they did, they, there was this Canadian dentist, and he invented a rotary snow plow that attached to the front of the train and it was a series of blades in a circle and the train engine would spin it so then it would draw the snow up into a chute up to the top and then it would blow it out off the side and they could they could control the direction where the snow went well, like a snowblower yeah same idea with the auger and the impeller but these were blades podcast on the trains. That's right. That was episode 36. You had a steam engine train and we invite our listeners to go back to previous episodes. Just scroll on the titles and click on the ones that suit your fancy. And the train is 0036. Don't forget, Mildred, we have big plans. All right. But then, that, okay, so it, it's that snow rotary blade on the front of the train acts like a kind of like a snowblower. Right. Yeah, and if somebody's operating a snowblower, you stay out of the way because that snow could get you right in the face if you're not careful. Yes. And the snowblowers, they have this big giant snowblower that drives on the side of the street and it takes down the berms. It, ch it churns through and then it shoots it out. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've seen those up in the higher elevations that because the berm, yeah, the berm, that's spelled B-E-R-M. That's the ridge that the plow makes because the snow keeps building up higher and higher and higher. And then you got this big massive snowblower that they drive, big truck thing spins it up, turns it up, up and shoots it out. But I don't know what it's called, Mildred. I don't either. I tried to find the name of it and... Perhaps some, one of our listeners could email us and give us the name of that vehicle because I could not find it. Yeah, you can email us on our website, piggytopig.com. The email is there, P-I-N-K-I-E, thepig.com. Oh, very good. Right, and that piece of equipment that we're speaking of, it, it widens the road because it takes out the edge of the berm and it gets wider and wider. Yeah. But that was the idea with the initial snow removal on the front of the train. But now, of course, the equipment that they use to remove the snow from the train rails is, you know, extremely high tech. Yeah, they got it down. It's not like years ago you just had to use a shovel. Right. You should see little Penelope with her shovel. I'm telling you, she's adorable. She has her own shovel. It's a little shovel. She does. It's pink. Oh, how nice. Yeah, because there's so much snow, and the drifts have made all this big, tall snow, but you have to make a path, you know, to all the different places. So she's just very cute. She's out there scooping it up and throwing it, and she's very 
careful. You know, she's little. It's a little shovel. Right. She can't use a big shovel. She could get hurt with that. Yeah, and but she's happy doing it. She's all just shoveling and walking along and singing, and she'll do a little spin and dance around this. She'll put the shovel in the snow and then dance around it a couple times. Then she'll go and back, and she just enjoys that little chore, and I'm pretty sure she gets some cash for it. That's good. But she enjoys it. She's in the moment. She's enjoying her present moment in time. Even though she's working and she's making an effort, she enjoys it. She's not like, I have to shuffle all the way to the barn. No, that's not her style. No, she's enjoying it. And I am enjoying the holiday season. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve day. We're going to stay up till midnight and bang on the pots and pans. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, fun. And we do want to invite our listeners to go back to last year at this time if you want to hear some Christmas stories and songs and such. Yeah, those episodes start at 0290. Yeah, I got it right. You did. Okay, well, tomorrow's New Year's Eve. Yes. All right, Pinky, we have a little poem here from Robert Frost. Oh, we have recited his poetry many times. Right, and it's called Plowmen. And just remember, Pinky, the word plow, we use that in the dirt when we prepare the field for plants. Yeah, you plow. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Robert said, A plow, they say, to plow the snow. They cannot mean to plant it, no. Unless in bitterness to mock at having cultivated rock. Oh, might have to think about that one. I might have to listen to that one again. Okay. Okay, Mildred, I love you. Talk to you tomorrow. I love you. I love you.